So here on the show, we talk about healthcare and technology, which covers everything from general practice, allied health, specialists, the hospital space, but increasingly more aged care and dental. Now, running a dental practice in Australia, there are some similarities with, say, general practice and other outpatient healthcare, but some interesting differences as well. In this episode, we're going to explore some of those challenges of running a dental clinic that an owner might face, particularly when it comes to marketing their practice. And sure, we're looking through the lens of a dental clinic today, but this is a great episode for anyone looking to re-energize their marketing strategy and attract more customers, but do it tactfully in healthcare. With me on the show today is Nicholas Dogulin from Dental Rank. He's an experienced dental practice growth specialist, and he helps dental clients fill up their appointment books measurably and profitably. In this episode today, we talk about building a solid marketing strategy for your practice, the power of using tech to automate marketing activities, how to go about reactivating dormant patients, and a lot more too. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. This is Talking Health Tech with me, Peter Birch, featuring content and community about technology in healthcare. Between now and the end of June, we're conducting the 2024 Talking Health Tech audience survey. This helps us prioritize content, hone in key messages, and refine the show to make it even better. We also want to understand who the biggest cohorts of our audience are. So I'd love for you to take five or 10 minutes to have your say and complete the survey. Everyone who completes it goes in the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of THT Plus membership credits to put towards a membership for yourself as an individual or to help get the word out about your company. The link to complete the survey is in the show notes of this episode or just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey. For those that don't know you, tell us a bit about you and what you're up to. Great, thank you. Um, yeah, so Nicholas Dogulin, founder of Dental Rank. So we basically have been doing dental marketing, digital marketing for 10 years as of January just gone by, 2023. Love the space, didn't even know it existed 10 years ago, but my my best mate um, still to this day is a, is a dentist and he asked us to come and look at his practice to see if we can help him generate more, more patients but also get a better online presence. And so we went in, had a look at it, and just did what we normally do. So the website, a bit of digital marketing, email campaigns, things like that. And we actually cost him over three quarters of a million dollars because they had to move location to get another dental chair in because we grew them from 20 patients a month to 90 patients a month recurring. And so they had to get another dental chair in. And I thought, wow, this is a great opportunity. This is a great market. So from there, we ran a dental rank and got on the couple of industry podcasts and mag covers and things like that and kind of grew it organically over the time never did our own advertising I was always a stickler for just being referred into places and working with key partners um, and I've seen a few agencies come up throughout the years come and go some are still around but I still claim to fame is we probably one of the originals as far as I'm aware anyway I absolutely love working with dentists and one of our, our missions is to put 500,000 smiles back in the world and we get to do that through some of the wonderful clinics that we work with so yeah, it's, it's excellent. And for those that are, that hear the term digital marketing and then it all becomes this haze of confusion about what that actually covers, because as soon as you then say SEO optimization or throw some acronyms, people 
kind of throw their hands up and go, oh, this, this yeah. could be too hard or confusing. Mm-hmm. How, like, what are the, some of those activities that you perform when you're looking at digital marketing, particularly for a, for a clinic owner? Yeah, great question. So one of the principal things we look at is their Google business profile. So it used to be Google My Business has changed to Google Business Profile earlier this year. So we look at that because that's what's going to drive the most acquisition for them, that and their social and their social media. But if anyone's looking for the dentist, they'll obviously go to Google, type, you know, dentist, my suburb, suburb, whatever the keyword is, and your listing will appear. And so you've got to make sure that's always optimized. So that's one of the that's one of the cornerstone activities for us. And then the website would probably be second and when we first started on this, your attention rate was, I think it was around two, uh, four seconds, actually, that you had to grab their attention. I think now it's dropped to below below two seconds, actually. I think it's about 1.3, 1.4. So you got to make sure that's that's super optimized. Um, and then having a great social media presence, putting out some great content, some blog content, email marketing, SMS marketing, and basically just in, encapsulating the entire digital realm. But the best part about it is because we specialize in, in dental, everyday live and, live and breathe dental marketing, we know what works, we know what doesn't, and our dental clients don't have to lift a finger other than approving content. We do everything start to finish and we don't, it's not cookie cutter. We customize it per clinic that we work with. I think that's, that's very important. Obviously, there's some strategies, a lot of the strategies, probably 70, 80% of it would be the same because it's just general concepts, but then that last 20% is the most 2025 cents is probably the most important component of that because that's hyper-specific to that clinic that we determine you know, in the early stages. On that point, thinking about dental practices, you know, in Australia, there's probably some similarities with a GP clinic or an allied health, like any outpatient facility, but I imagine there's a lot of differences and, and things that are quite specific to the dental world as well. For example, I know in some areas there are GP clinics that definitely don't need to market for, like they're not accepting new patients. And so they don't really focus too much time and attention on their digital marketing, whether that's the right thing or wrong thing, that's a separate question. But then there's a lot of other clinics, maybe in the allied space that are always looking at how we, how can we, you know, attract and retain new patients, bring them into our clinic and uh, and maximize that opportunity while still delivering quality care as well. What's the dental realm? If you're not growing, you're stagnant, right? Almost going backwards. So you should always be wanting to accept new patients regardless of the industry that you're in. It may not just be at the the flow that you want it, but always having that strategy there. And marketing, marketing, digital marketing should be that tap for you where you can turn it on and you can turn it off, but you're always having that presence because you need it for existing patients. You need it just for your branding. Um, there's, there's several reasons why you would have that. And in, in the dental industry, it's rare to find a clinic that doesn't want more patients. The only time you really don't find that is if they don't have the capacity for it because they may be a one or two chair clinic. Um, but if you find they're three, four, five plus, then certainly you're always attracting more patients. But it's harder to obviously get a new patient than it is to reactivate a dormant patient. So in the first 90 days that we work with the, the dental clinic, we spend a lot of time on the reactivation of those of the patients and we try and get them back in. And we usually find that we can add, you know, several hundred thousand back into the clinic from dormant patients. Pays for our services many years coming. Mm. So some do it through the practice management software that they have, but it's always going to be a manual process and it's maybe going to be one touch point or two, whereas we touch it from several areas such as SMS, email, voicemail drops, um, social media, lots of things that we can then target those patients. And we have different messages at each stage, which we've obviously refined over our 10-year period that we've been around and we know what works when. And 
the best part is the dentist doesn't have to lift a finger other than when they're booking back in or, or calling the clinic, but they'll know at every stage based off our platform. If you've been kicking around this industry a bit like me, or maybe even you're brand new to digital health, you've probably worked out that health tech is not an individual sport. Whatever you're trying to achieve, whether you're delivering healthcare for patients, or you're building health technology, or perhaps you're helping deploy solutions across health systems, you need a tribe, a community of like-minded individuals who just get it that if we're going to transform healthcare, then technology is going to play a huge part in it. So to learn and connect about health tech and level up your game, consider joining our THT Plus membership community. We've got options for every stage of growth, whether you're a solo individual or a startup or scale-up company. As an individual, you get access to our exclusive community forum, you get a warm intro to two other members from me each month, you get free access to our quarterly virtual summits and a bunch of other exclusive goodies. Companies can bring team members into the community, plus you get a presence on our website as a THT Plus member, you can post content like news events and jobs, and of course we love to showcase our members, so when you join as a company THT Plus member, you'll get to appear on this podcast with your very own episode. This podcast is made possible through the support of our members, it's literally the heart of everything we do, so consider joining as a THT Plus member, you can join anytime online just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash tht plus this point around reactivating dormant patients it's a concept that definitely relevant in the dental space and i want to learn more about it but but it would probably resonate with any business owner when when you think about it you've got your existing contacts people that you've spent all this time and effort in, in, I guess, marketing to or, or even just engaging with. When we think about marketing, we spend so much time and effort thinking about let's find new people to, to speak to and let's go out and, and, and capture new business in inverted commas. What, what's the, you know, some of those, acti- what are some of those activities that you do to be able to, I guess, reactivate those, those dormant patients? Yeah, and, and just to your point, you know, you spend so much time trying to acquire a new patient. When you have a patient that's sitting there, you've already built the trust, you've already built the mm. relationship. They like you, they know you, they want to buy from you and they want to keep coming back because they, they're comfortable. So you really should spend more time on them and leveraging leveraging their network and the people they know. But just some of the activities that we do on that, first and foremost, start on the on the SMS side of things, right? So normally they would send an SMS for a half-yearly recall. So, oh, it's time for your checkup, come back to the clinic. And that works. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But then what we do is we look more specifically in terms of what dental services they've come in for with you. And then we're able to send them information around that or, or cross-selling into other areas. And we start with the SMS, but then, and I'll give away some of the secret, but then we also do um, voicemail drops. So this means that in on their mobile, they would receive a voicemail and it's from the clinic to tell them to you know, check the email or the SMS that they've sent and call them back without doing anything because we've, we've built all all that functionality, all that, you know, that campaign previously. And then from there, it might also be just very specific social media messaging, some very specific advertising um, around them, and then also phone calls. So we tell the clinic when is the right time to pick up that phone and call because we've had X number of touch points along the way if they haven't booked in at that point. It's interesting. You said they're all kind of activities that are like, yeah, cool. Like we, we do that, you know, if you're a, a clinic owner and, and we can do SMSs and phone calls. I, I feel like there's one thing of, you know, nodding along and going, yeah, I, I agree. We've, we've done those from time to time, but doing them kind of haphazardly and, and not in a consistent way, it usually doesn't 
drive a great deal of measurable success. And I'm suspecting that by taking a, a systematic approach to it and, and being consistent, you not only get the results, but you can also then measure your activity and how you've gone to then make some new decisions about what you might do next time. Am I kind of on the right track here? Yeah, you're on the right track. And to put it in a, in a dental analogy, if I need to have a tooth extracted, I can also tie a piece of string around it and pull it out. Probably achieves the same result, but not very well. And it's going to have additional complications. To the same token, you don't know what SMS is the right SMS to send to that patient at the right time. You may also send one now and then not do a follow-up with an email or a voicemail drop or social media message. So it, it kind of was a waste of time. It's also the consistency. You've got to do the same with every patient, not just a handful or just you know a select list or something. So it's that consistency. But really, the clinicians and the dentists should be spending their time on what they do best and what they love doing, not the marketing side of things. So obviously... You know, we can work alongside them. We can show them what works, what doesn't, how this changes things. And there might be someone within the clinic, which is usually quite beneficial, that has an interest in this and wants to learn. And then we help them and can and they can leverage us and, and vice versa with the messaging. But you should never take away the core from us or from an agency that you're working with to do what they do best and what you're paying them to do. I think about the the actual doing of all these activities, Um it sounds like a lot of manual work and a lot of attention. I guess that's why you're saying, you know, work with someone who does this well and, and not get distracted from, from caring for patients. And that's sound advice. I imagine there's a lot of opportunity for technology to help automate some of these activities. Yeah. So we've, we've built a, a platform, so a SaaS platform, software as a service, um, over the years. And it's got all of this included within it. So part of our, part of our setup cost is getting the practice set up on this. And it's something that has our IP in it. We've built it over the years. We know what works, what doesn't, and tried and tested. And that's that's essentially what the clinic's paying us for. But important note here is that anything we do, anything we deliver, anything we create for the clinic is the clinics and always will be the clinics. It's it's not something that we all own, which is an important distinction there. A lot of a lot of agencies that you might work with um, say, no, that's our IP. We built it for you. But I believe quite the opposite. Um, they're paying you good money. You should be able to retain what they have. We implement this um, and as I said, we want to try and make sure that they have as little to do with it as possible so that they can focus on what they're doing. We say, hey, look, we're going to be driving you know, patients into the clinic. We need you to service them. Um, here's who they are. Here's what you need to know. And then might just work with them on some content pieces. So we put together like a 12 or 24-month content strategy and we get their input for that, but then we handle all the content because we've been around a long time. We know what content needs to happen. We also follow all the APRA guidelines as well as marketing guidelines. And in this day and age, as you mentioned before, with leveraging technology, AI is coming into the mix. So we we leverage AI from a topics perspective. And one of the big ones going around these days is chat GPT, as, as you're aware. Mm-hmm. So we use that at the early onset stages. So where we get ideas and eliminate writer's block, but we take those ideas and then we unpack them. And then we still make sure that every article we write is unique and manually done. We don't, we don't use AI for that. It's actually very dangerous to do so because Google and the search engines will pick that up very quickly and you, you will get penalized. And a lot of people don't realize that. So mm. a lot of work that you need to do on, on the content if you have done that. Yeah. There's the, that opportunity for AI to help kind of, you know, 
stoke the flame and then there's still that that manual work that needs to be done to create something unique for a clinic that's uh that then in the end it's, it's got to have resonance with with patients and in the end drive um action from from those that are doing it so that's it you know looking ahead then nick you know your priorities and what you'll be doing over the next 12 to 18 to 24 months what can we look forward to seeing from from you guys in dental rank yeah, so one of the key areas that I've focused on over the last 12 months because I know what's coming out with AI and tech is building my team. So we have we have a solid team. Now we have a team of 27 um, spanned across the globe. And the reason why I did that is because my thing is really partnerships, technology, seeing what's coming out in AI and how do we implement that into what we're doing at Dental Rank, but also what we are doing for the clinics and what they need to know. So we want to go that we want to be that go-to for our clinics that hey Nick, we need an introduction to this person, are we having this problem or, hey, what's coming out in AI or how does web, not that they will ask, but how does web three affect our clinic? You know, things like that. i would be at the forefront of that. And I have a team within my team that are working with me on that while we have our delivery team delivering to our customers. So that to me was a huge component over the last 12 months. And what I see is a big component over the next 12 to 24 in this space with AI and technology, both within the marketing realm, but also on the inside of the clinic, how that's going to affect things. And I'm the first to put my hand up to say, I don't know how to run a dental clinic, nor do I ever want to, but we've got phenomenal partners in that space that we then introduce. So anything prior to that patient sitting on your chair, we'll handle it. Anything post that, we have our partner channels that will help you with that. Love it, Nick. Well, look for the details for Dental Rank in the show notes of this episode for people to check out on our website. I can get in touch with you and learn more about the services you provide. Appreciate you making the time, man, and look forward to continuing to keep the conversation going in the THD Plus community. Thanks so much. Thank you, mate. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end of this episode. If you made it this far, you're the perfect person that I want to hear from. Our THT Plus audience survey is now open until the end of June, and I personally read every submission. In fact, if you leave a comment in the survey that you heard this promotion in a podcast episode, I promise I'll reply directly to you by email with a personal note of thanks, and I'll even buy your coffee next time I see you in person. It's pretty easy. Just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey and have your say. For more content and community about technology and healthcare, visit talkinghealthtech.com.